time to screw the norms. To fit in, we often hide what's on our minds, who we really are, or who we want to be, or even what we want to do. But now you're having the right conversations. Here, we'll talk about sex, relationships, and mental health, and how they interact with each other and so many other aspects of life. Shame can't survive when we're honest and curious with each other and ourselves. It's time for your mind to scream less and for you to screw more. I'm Rachel Wright, a non-monogamous queer psychotherapist and your host. Hello, my friends. (laughs) Welcome back to The Right Conversations. I am very passionate about the topic that we're going to converse about today um, because it's something that I personally have dealt with. It's something that I would guess that you have at least at one time dealt with or navigated. Um, And if you haven't, then certainly you know someone who has. Uh, Today we're talking all about anxiety. This is a conversation about anxiety. And I want to talk about it kind of as like a 101. And I also recognize the limitations of not being able to interact, ask questions. So I want to encourage you to write down any questions you have, do your own research. Um, also feel free to hop over whenever I'm doing and, you know, ask, share, assume, uh, request like an AMA on Instagram, come on over and ask your question. Uh, So yeah, so today we're talking about anxiety. And I just want to remind you that this is for educational purposes and is not medical advice. Um, We're going to be covering a lot of different symptoms. We're going to talk about some disorders. We're also going to talk about anxiety as an emotion, not just as a mental illness. Um, But not all of these are going to be in full context. And so I really, really do not want you to diagnose yourself or try to diagnose someone that you know. Um, Just contact me if you want support around some of this stuff. So, all right, let's dive in, shall we? The first thing that I want to talk about is what anxiety is. And I think it's really important to name that anxiety can look so many different ways. You may notice someone is anxious. Someone may be so anxious that they're on the brink of panic and you may not notice at all. So if you look up anxiety uh, in the dictionary, literally, it's a noun and it says a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. So here's what is important with that. Worry, nervousness, or unease about something in the future. If you are feeling scared or you're feeling fear, that is something that is happening in front of you right? Stage fright. You're literally going on stage. You're about to go on stage. If you're feeling anxiety about being on stage, you're probably sitting at home thinking about it. It's different. Um, Another example I like to give is if you're sitting at home feeling anxiety about the possibility of a bear being in the woods when you go on your hike, that's anxiety versus being on that hike, seeing a bear in the woods and having a fight or flight 
or freeze response. That's fear. You're responding to a thing in front of you. So I want to read you some signs or symptoms of anxiety. Feeling super easily fatigued, being on edge or restless, difficulty concentrating, or a sensation of your mind going blank or having brain fog. You may appear irritable. You may have muscle tension, specifically in your jaw and your shoulders. You may be having a hard time sleeping, and you also may pick or bite your lips or your nails. And here's the the interesting thing with anxiety. Like with many things, it's not bad or good, right? Anxiety can actually be super helpful and super unhelpful. So how can it be helpful? Well, it's helpful in the way that we do at times need to be vigilant or and cautious or cautious. And that generally keeps us out of danger. Um, anxiety can help put us in control of our own feelings and helps us deal with potentially difficult situations. And it acts as a check engine light for your entire being, similar to how I describe libido, actually. Helpful anxiety, if you feel anxious, it's like, hey, something's off. Let's, let's pop the hood and look. Now, unhelpful anxiety, panic, terror, horror, phobias, trembling, choking, numbness, and all sorts of other physical and psychosomatic symptoms. Anxiety that makes you lose control of your thoughts, feelings, and sometimes behavior, like literally feels uncontrollable, that's not helpful. Because unhelpful anxiety makes it almost impossible to deal with actual dangers. I want to quickly interrupt this episode to talk about my latest project with Best Self Co. If you don't already know, Best Self Co. is a brand with a range of simple yet meaningful tools that help people achieve their goals, be more productive, and create positive change in their life. I've had the pleasure of working with Best Self Co. on a few projects, the latest being their brand new Intimacy After Dark deck. This 150-card conversation deck is a tool for talking about and exploring sex to bring more connected intimacy into your life. The deck was designed with all relationship structures in mind and includes a conversation framework adapted and approved by me that guides you through consensual and comfortable conversations about sex. Best Self was so kind to provide a code to my listeners so that you can get your hands all over the Intimacy After Dark deck before it's gone. Use the code Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, during checkout at bestself.co and get 30% off the new Intimacy After Dark deck. That's bestself.co and code Rachel for 30% off the new After Dark deck. I want to thank Best Self Co. for being one of today's podcast sponsors. Now, back to our conversation. I want to read you a quote from Albert Ellis, who is the creator of REBT and just a wonderful human in the psychology world. Anxiety basically is a set of uncomfortable feelings and action tendencies that make you aware that unpleasant happenings, meaning things that go against your desires, are happening or are likely to happen and warn you that you'd better do something about them. So what causes anxiety then? Well, there are both internal and external causes for anxiety. So let's talk about external first. Could be a past trauma. 
It could be things in your life like social media use, substance use, television use, content consumption, sleep, your relationships, your exercise routine, what you eat, your water intake. All of that are all of those are external factors for anxiety. Your upbringing and family of origin, your life experiences, having children and parenting, going through life transitions or changes, big events, pressure at work, pressure from family, politics, the social climate, social situations, job interviews, public speaking, these are all external factors for anxiety. Now, internal factors for anxiety are genetics, brain chemistry, hormones, medical factors, stress, and then anxiety that causes anxiety. So the difference between stress and anxiety is that stress is also usually in the present. So stress is a short-term response in response to something that is happening. Anxiety can linger on forever and it may not have a trigger. So stress is really interesting because stress actually weakens the part of the brain that manages anxiety. And stress can affect your balance of hormones, your neurotransmitters, and your nutrition. And stress may overwhelm the mind, which makes it harder to cope with anxiety. So stress is an internal factor for anxiety, and anxiety is an internal factor for anxiety. This is why it's so important to learn mindfulness and to practice stress-reducing techniques because we live in a world that is fucking stressful sometimes. Like, truly. So I get asked the question all the time, how do I know if my anxiety is just unhelpful or a diagnosable mental illness? So here's a good rule of thumb. If your anxiety is interfering with whatever your typical social, occupational, or other life behaviors are, if it is interfering with your life, it is most likely, possibly, clinically diagnosable. Please go see a therapist. If it is not interfering or interferes, you know, a couple times a year, it's probably just unhelpful in that moment. And then the rest of it's helpful. So I hope that that makes sense. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about a couple anxiety disorders, but I don't want to go too deep into this because uh, as John Forsyth says, labeling yourself with a diagnosis or two will not make your life more livable. So what I want you to understand is that there are many different types of anxiety disorders and getting a diagnosis isn't necessarily the end-all be-all for managing your anxiety. There are a lot of things that you can do on your own that will help any anxiety disorder, regardless of what it is. So the most common anxiety disorder is called generalized anxiety disorder. And the DSM, which is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual that uh, therapists and psychiatrists and doctors use to uh, assess and diagnose folks with different mental disorders or illnesses, the DSM defines it 
GAD, generalized anxiety disorder, as persistent high levels of anxiety and excessive hard-to-control worry over life circumstances. Symptoms must be present on the majority of days for six months and cause significant impairment in life activities. So what does this look like? It looks like you're worried about most things and find it really hard to control the worry. And then that worry is affecting your work, your relationships, friendships, your sex life, everything, or one of those things. And sometimes you just can't quite identify why you're anxious. You just are. So do you see how there are not only symptoms, but then a duration and an impairment? Like it has to affect. So I know that this is actually a very short episode, but it is a dense fucking episode. So what I want you to take away (laughs) from this is that if any of this resonated with you and you want to learn more, learn more. Like absolutely learn more. I even have a a workshop around anxiety. Some of what I just talked about is in it. Um, Learn more. Come ask questions. I'm here. And if you're in therapy and want to talk to your therapist about your anxiety, feel free to reference terms that you learned here. I am wishing you tons of peace, tons of mindfulness, tons of groundedness, (laughs) all of them. And I will see you soon. Talk soon, friends. Bye. That's all for today, you sexy folks. What questions came to mind as you were listening? Continue the conversation with me over on Instagram at the right underscore Rachel. And don't forget, please leave a rating and a review so that we can continue erasing shame and stigma together.